0: Welcome to CamdenCast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And this is our 7th Heaven podcast.
1: On today's episode of CamdenCast, we will be talking about Season 9, Episode 1 of 7th Heaven, the title of which is Dropping Trow. Our IMDb user synopsis is, It's a big day for the Camdens as the twins start kindergarten. Lucy is pregnant but does not want to get maternity clothes yet. Simon and Georgia may be having sex. Ruthie gets in trouble at school. So what's your first impression of season 9?
0: Uh they're doing this like kind of back to basics thing where and like the way that they've decided to symbolize that is that like they have a moment in the in in uh, throughout the episode with each Camden child except for Mary um where they kind of like see them as all grown like the parents see them as all grown up and you kind of like have like a flashback Yeah of like their first ever like I guess, appearance on 7th Heaven, and it's, uh, I don't, it's supposed to have some sort of emotional effect, but I don't think it really does. Were you at all emotionally affected by seeing, like, memories of... I cried at each one. At each one, yesteryear. Um, so yeah, I, uh, it was really, they really, they trimmed the fat, is what they did. They trimmed the fat. Uh, at the end of last season and a lot of people are gone and it's very much back to the core members of the Camden family and it's very interesting because it seems like because first of all the opening credits are a lot quicker (laughs) and second of all it I I don't know it, it feels like you can breathe a little bit like you don't have to push in so much during the episode so let's see how it goes throughout the rest of the season but I don't know interesting start to begin with I'd say We only have three storylines, when I feel like the last few episodes we've had, like, seven storylines.
1: Yeah. Um, It's definitely, yeah, you're right, trimming the fat and just getting people... Like, I don't know why we were ever supposed to care about uh, Roxanne or Chandler. Mm -hmm. Chandler, as far as... I was just coming in to, to, to cause conflict in the beginning with, like, oh, the Rev doesn't want to admit that he's sick and that he needs to take time off from work, and, like, and then he took on a whole... Even after the Rev came back and was working at the church, he just, like, Chandler took on a life of his own. And I didn't like it.
0: (sighs) Yeah, and now he's gone. And Roxanne was there, clearly, uh, to cause conflict between Kevin and Lucy, but when they couldn't cause any more conflict between Kevin and Lucy, they made Roxanne a best friend.
1: (sighs) A threeple. Yeah. Um,
0: So let's get started with the cold open. Um, As the IMDB user synopsis tells us, it's the first day of school for the twins.
1: and It's Ruthie's first day of high school, and it's Martin's first day of junior year. And the twins are, like, talking about how they don't want their mommy to drop them off at school because they're men, and they just want the Rev to take them. Um, Ruthie comes down, and she's visibly, like, pissed off. And we learn that it is because um, Martin recently got his driver's license— but he will not be giving her a ride to school. So she is getting a ride with Kevin and Lucy for some reason.
0: Um, this is also when we learn that Peter has moved. Um,
1: oh, yeah. So we get she's, she might be cranky about that, too.
0: Yeah. Um, so Peter does, is not in this episode, and he's no longer a series regular. I do not believe this is the last we've seen of Peter. I don't think so either. But, um, um, but he is now not always at the Camden House. Mm-hmm. Is the is what we're gathering. I think the way that they wrote this is that, based because of Vic's job, they need to be in a different part of the n- neighborhood, which means that they're going to a different school district. I mean, that's like my rough idea of what's yeah. happening. Um, Lucy, meanwhile, is supposed to be, I guess, three months pregnant. May June. July, I mean, but
1: August. we we they were dropping hints that she was pregnant before she announced it. So I would say, like, at this point. I'm gonna give her four, four or five months. Also, they're talking about finding out what the, like the next doctor's appointment they go to, they're gonna find out the gender. So I put her further along and not looking pregnant enough at all.
0: Uh, yeah, that's that was gonna be our point. So uh, the jab in the,
1: the jab, uh,
0: the jab in the uh, cold open is that she's having a hard time getting into her pants, and it's about like buying maternity clothes, and apparently she's not ready to do that. Um, So we clearly see there's some sort of tension with Lucy and her own
1: pregnancy. Lucy and her own body.
0: Yeah. Uh, And finally, we find out that Simon and Cecilia have spent the entire summer together, but Cecilia is currently on vacation. Um, And Simon... Like, she's been on vacation for a day? Yeah, yeah, she's been on vacation for a day. Um, So Simon is not with her right now. Um, And that's the cold open.
1: Yeah. So, I mean... We're kind of doing this in the same... Well, no, not really. Um, but, so we're going to start out with Ruthie, who has is kind of out of character for this entire episode. Yes. If you although, ask me. Although,
0: no, I think she's very much in character.
1: Oh, well... I think... She's just very emo- much more emotional yes, than we normally must, see her. I agree with that. That's what I mean by out of character. Like, you know, she di- she is kind of always been unapologetic and trying to, you know, get away with things and never really owning up to mistakes she makes. But she's much more emotional, which I think is, like, um, what's causing some of the acting out that she's doing.
0: Um, I will have to say that it's really annoying to me that um, whoever's writing or directing these episodes of Seventh Heaven has a very limited view of what a teenage girl is or Mm -hmm. a girl that's in high school. We see this with, like, the only... Like, variation we saw in the way that they did teenage girls were... I feel like Mary. Mary was, like, the outlier. But, like, Lucy's written a very certain way once she gets to high school, once she reaches the thir- age of 13, and when she's, like, growing up in within the high school time period. And Ruthie seems to have that same transformation as soon as she enters freshman year. Suddenly she's more emotional. She's a lot more, like, uh, irritable and all but these, it's, like, things. But,
1: yeah, but it's in a different way from Lucy. Yeah. So I think that that could be... Um, I mean, there is something to be said about, like, any gender teenager, like, and hormones and whatever, like, makes them miserable. Um, so, I don't know, it's, like, a little bit, I would differentiate Ruthie's, like, teenage girldom from Lucy's a little bit.
0: I just think there, I wish there was more creativity in how they decided to write characters that are going to high school right like i feel like they do that a lot with the male characters like matt simon martin um mac all of these characters are completely different from each other and how they handle high school but yeah i guess we'll see what ruthie's like in high school we haven't really seen anything
1: we also after seeing her for like two straight seasons with peter always by her side that's true that's another thing that i think like plays into this like she's basically not had any other That's friends true. for two years other than peter and now it's like going to news going to a new school and having no friends
0: i don't yeah i think you're right and also i felt like peter was a balancing kind of yeah it was like a yin yang kind of thing going on yeah. with the both of them so anyway it's ruthie's first day of school she's already upset because she didn't get a ride she's very clearly lost can't find a classroom nobody's really talking to her as erin mentioned she has no other friends um... So she's a little aggravated. Yeah. I think we forgot to mention the
1: baggy pants from the cold open. Oh, we did, but it's... So, anyway, Martin is wearing these pants that his aunt sent them from New York because she's very fashionable. They're baggy, and he's wearing them down, like... That's He definitely could have pulled them up a little bit more. He was, like, I don't... They were, like, halfway down his ass. Yeah.
0: So we have a... So she's walking past. She sees the pants again. Um, she turns around and in slow motion, she walks up behind Martin, who's like talking to a, a group of friends and then pants him. Pants him pants. She pantsed him pants. Him, yeah. Thus the title dropping trial.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, this is a mitigated, an unmitigated disaster.
1: Um, yeah.
0: cause like, I think she's expecting everybody to laugh and think it's a joke, but no one is laughing. <sighs> And everybody looks very upset that she did that. She gets immediately caught by a teacher, and then the next thing we know, she's at the principal's office with the Rev. The Rev is speechless. She's crying. Martin shows up. It's a whole thing.
1: Yeah, and the Rev is just like... He's making excuses for Ruthie. Um, And after they leave the principal's office... Uh, the rev has a conversation with Martin where he continues to make more excuses for Ruthie and he goes starts this kind of speech about how the teenage brain is not fully developed and Ruthie probably wasn't thinking about the consequences of her actions and these are all reasons why like Martin shouldn't be as angry at her because it's you know her uncontrollable hormones and emotions that caused her to do this and her underdeveloped teenage brain. So um Martin is like I can't believe you're doing this. Like, she embar like, and and the riff says something about like, this is probably embarrassing for Ruthie too. And Martin is like, no. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's it's more embarrassing for me, and I can't believe you're making excuses for her, and. She's like. You always she gets a, like kind of alluding to the fact that like, Ruthie always gets away with things, and then he's like, you know what? Maybe something's wrong with your brain. He's <laughs> like, maybe there's something like maybe your entire family's brains aren't working.
0: Mart makes a good point w- by saying it's not that she's, like, not thinking clearly because of un- her undeveloped brain.
1: It's that she never apologized. Like, it's the after... Well, anyway. Yeah, I was... Uh,
0: it, like, you he know? specifically says that um, she was mad that I didn't take her to school and she wanted to get back to me and this is how... Back at me and this is how she decided to do it. Um... So this continues on with the Rev coming home and explaining the day's deeds to Annie. Annie, who inexplicably thinks that, like, Martin can't take a joke and it's really funny, and that Martin asked for it because he didn't drive Ruthie to school. And I'm like, which, yeah, I was, like, pretty pissed off at that scene, because it's like, I don't know, I feel like if any of the camping kids wore themselves pants... Like they,
1: It would be a crisis in this house.
0: Right, and instead, be like, like, think about when that thing happened to Mary, right? What happened to Mary? Wasn't she, like, harassed she, by that dude? Her bra got snapped. Yeah, her bra got snapped. And yeah. it was a whole thing, and, like, the whole school was involved in that. Um, so, but, like, when Ruthie does something wrong, like, you know, and the thing is that the show's really self-aware because later on in this episode, the Rev goes... Oh, okay. Well, first of all, Martin decides to camp, go camping in the backyard for
1: anything. Because Matt's around. Well... Yeah, no, he, there's, there's a reason. Well, also, he's like done with the... He's like, you know, oh, I'm so over the Camdens. But also, Matt's around, so he's like, I'll give Matt the the room to himself.
0: Uh, even though there's still two beds in that room. Yeah. But whatever. Um, He... And the Rev comes out, and he's like, I, app- I I'm really sorry. I took... Ruthie's side I didn't I supported her and I didn't support you I really care about you I should have like been better it's just that like this is a thing with Ruthie it doesn't matter who it is it could have been happening to Simon or Matt or anybody else in the family I'll always end up taking Ruthie's side and they kind of you know it's very meta of Seventh Heaven to realize that they kind of treat Ruthie very special compared Mm -hmm. to everybody else
1: and they, and the Rev says, he's like, oh, for a, for such a long time she was the youngest, and she's like my teenage, like my youngest teenage daughter now, and like, just like, oh, I'm a father, so I melt for my teenage daughter thing.
0: Yeah, he says like I've been treating her as still a kid when I should be when I should like, and so she's acting like she's still a kid when she's really a young adult, and he's like, I promise you that she's gonna realize that she you know messed up, and she's gonna come apologize to you. And when we see Ruthie next, she's like, she starts to say, I regret, but instead of apologizing, she goes, I regret that you can't take a joke and didn't find that it was funny. Yeah. And that's kind of where...
1: It's kind of the wrong thing to do.
0: Well, obviously, but that's where the storyline ends. Um, but yeah, as you can see, Ruthie is, I agree with you, she is acting a bit out of character. Um, throughout the episode, she tells everybody to leave her alone. Um, she's not really talking to anybody. We don't really see scenes of her talking to... Actually, we don't see any scenes of her talking to
1: anybody. No, she she doesn't have any, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, So there's that.
1: Um, Yeah, and so, yeah, that's how that pretty much ends. Like, Martin's pissed off, but... In an intent. (laughs) And the Camdens kind of acknowledge that they were like, oh, yeah, we treat Ruthie, like, we let her get away with everything. So... Moving on to pregnant Lucy and her struggle with the maternity clothes and not wanting to buy maternity clothes. And for some reason, even though her pants are too tight, they continually fall down in this episode. At least twice. Twice, yeah.
0: Which I guess they needed to do the dropping trow thing in like more than one storyline. I don't
1: care. That's not what happens when your pants are too tight. (laughs)
0: Um, So Lucy apparently is going at her pregnancy alone. Uh, is, like, I think the, like, general idea that we're getting, that she's not really... She's,
1: she's not, yeah, she hasn't been, like, talking to anyone about any of her troubles or whatever. Changes you, yeah, or whatever you want to or whatever.
0: Her pregnancy say, at all. Yeah. She's not really involving Kevin in anything. Apparently her and Kevin aren't really talking to each other. So Kevin recruits... I mean, who do you think he's going to recruit?
1: Oh, Matt.
0: Yeah, why? How do I know?
1: I watched the episode.
0: But, like, why Matt? Um, Like when should he? Because he's
1: a man in the house. Like if Chandler was around, I'm sure it would be Chandler. Because men things.
0: I feel like Kevin. Like I feel like if this was like last season, he would have maybe gone to Roxanne.
1: Right. I I definitely think this is a Roxanne, a place for Roxanne to step in, even though it's not because it's not any of her business.
0: But I think the actual person he should go to is Mary, the only Uh, other Camden in the family who's had a baby.
1: Yeah. And, and yeah. is, like, and is also and a camping kid. And actually been pregnant and, is, right. like, knows Lucy and...
0: And, like, had a Lucy time of her own where right. she was well, Lucy. Well, obviously
1: Jessica Biel thought she was way, much better than the show.
0: I feel like this is when Texas point, Chainsaw came out, so... Which
1: was a, a great film. <laughs> I saw it in Texas.
0: Yeah, the, Jessica Biel was not ready to come back to television yet. Or come yeah. back to the show, anyway. Um, so, right, I mean, they could have done a f- another Mary's not really here and Carlos is there thing. I but, guess.
1: Um, so or they could have just been like, oh, I just talked to Mary and this is what, what she said. said. Yeah.
0: Matt flies all the way back to Glen Oak where he's going to be staying for a couple of weeks and purely to talk to Lucy and try to help Lucy throughout the pregnancy and also help Kevin. Um, there's a little jab here at the fact that Sarah's not with him.
1: Um, yeah. Which
0: is, I guess, a callback to the fact that they have They a, may
1: or may not be together. Who knows? Or, like,
0: a troubled marriage still. I don't really yeah. know. Um, so, Lucy very quickly rejects any help from Matt and says, like, you're not really a doctor. So, I don't give a shit what you have to say. Because mm-hmm. he says, my experience working in the clinic that one summer gives me enough information about pregnancy. Uh, we have a lot of like little buddy buddy scenes between Kevin and Matt. Like Where they're lo- just
1: broing out.
0: Yeah, looking at pictures of pregnancies, which <laughs> <laughs>
1: is a little strange. But
0: um, and finally, like I think we get to what the actual problem is for Lucy when Lucy and the Rev have a conversation. So apparently, she is offended that the Rev never offered the associate pastor pastor position to
1: her, which. Recall, this pe- This associate pastor position did not exist until Chandler showed up on the scene.
0: Um, and that's what's getting at Lucy. She's like, I can do this all on my own. I can be pregnant. I can be a wife. I can go to finish school. And I can work. And I can work. And I don't understand why everybody thinks it's such a problem. Um, and she makes a weird statement. Like, Kevin did the work that he was supposed to do. And now I'm doing the work I was supposed to do. And it's a very... I don't know. I, really didn't under- I don't really understand Lucy's point of view. Which, I mean, that's always the case, but I really don't understand it this time. Um, and I don't get what, like, the associate pastor position has to do with how she's treating Kevin mm-hmm. or anything. Um, and also, like, at the end of this episode, Kevin and, Kevin and Lucy have a heart-to-heart where Kevin's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help you because you're not letting me help you. Um, or, like, telling, and I don't want to stand here waiting for you to tell me what to do. I should just... You know, like, what do you want? And she's like, I told Dad about the associate pastor position. I don't I don't understand the connection there. So, if anybody knows, let us know. Maybe it'll be cleared up in the next episode. But it's interesting, though, because Lucy's very subdued. Um, and, she's and you us- would
1: expect, because she's usually hysterical, so yeah. you would think when she's pregnant that they would up it to, like, the max. Of, yeah, but no, she's, like, being pretty, keeping to herself. Yeah. Um... So, like, they've done, like, a little role reversal in this episode with Ruthie and Lucy, kind of.
0: Oh, yeah, that is true. Um, And finally, we have what is, I guess, the storyline that pulls in a lot of characters. Simon? I guess. So we mentioned that him and Cecilia were doing something together all summer long. Um, But as soon as she leaves...
1: To go to college.
0: No, she's on vacation. Oh, whatever. College has not started yet.
1: Like, yeah, but mm-hmm. I, colleges start at different times.
0: I know, but she said they said she, she's on vacation. Okay. Um, that Simon, Simon brings home a new girl.
1: Yeah, her, Georgia.
0: Yes, and she does actually look a lot, or her hair is styled exactly like Cecilia's is. Yes. Uh, I don't know if they did that on purpose or not. Um, Georgia and him get caught
1: making. Well, coming down from so it's like the morning or whatever, and. Simon comes down from his bedroom, and Georgia is with him, and and the implication, of course, is that she stayed the night, and I don't think it's so, yeah, I mean, it's not so much of an implication as, like, a fact. So they're like, "Uh uh-oh, what are they doing? They're having sex. They had sex in the house last night. How disrespectful. How could he do that?
0: And uh, he very, very much is like, look, I'm older than 18 now. I'm an adult, and I don't have to tell you what goes on in my bedroom, Mom. And Annie's like, we'll talk about this when your father comes home.
1: Just, like, a point. Like, if I were a Camden, I would never, ever, ever have sex in that house. Absolutely not. It's just, like, why, why would you do that? What?
0: Um. After they get caught, like, coming down the stairs, they then move to the garage apartment where they get caught...
1: By Lucy and Kevin.
0: And Matt. Yes. Um. Lucy... Everyone tries to tell them that they're in the wrong and Simon's like, uh, I don't think so. And then Lucy uses All the of ed- these
1: people who are having sex are like, you're wrong to be doing this. Like, okay, okay, yeah, they're married, but like really, um, we know that Matt oh no, wait, Matt got married in the first like Matt yeah, literally we- got married on the first date so he could have sex. Like, are you yeah, kidding me? Exactly. That's how that's is that a really a better option?
0: Um, so Lucy uses the ultimate, I don't know, like piece of debate to like win or whatever because she's like do you want to end up like me to Georgia and Georgia's like uh chubby (laughs) (laughs) and she's like no I'm pregnant and she's like um no and apparently that's the conversation so
1: that's Uh, that
0: yeah uh then they're making out in the yard I okay Uh, (laughs) and um Rev comes home and the Rev is
1: like hi Simon hi Cecilia and haha what a funny joke because it's not Cecilia
0: Um, so this is when we learn that Simon has led a completely different secret life all of last season that we had no idea about. Firstly, he's been in and out of Glen Oak quite a number of times because George's family is from Glen Oak. What a small fucking world.
1: But don't they also go to college together? Yes. Like, they go to school together and, well, we get the idea that Simon doesn't go, like, the the college that Simon goes to isn't super far away because he was driving home from there.
0: Um, and apparently they are, like pretty serious, because they had an anniversary there, he's met Georgia's family, um, they, like, have been dating for a while, and they broke up... For the summer. For the summer. But then they ran into into each other near the end of the summer, which is why they're starting up again. Even though, is he still with Cecilia? Who knows?
1: Who knows? Well, Cecilia's on vacation, So, so
0: when the cat's away the T- mouse Simon will Simon is going to play
1: cheat on you with Georgia. Yeah.
0: With your um, with your twin.
1: Or oh. maybe he was cheating on Georgia with Cecilia, Cecilia. all summer. Who knows? Who knows?
0: Um And we also learn that Simon has been dipping into his savings account, that Simon got a scholarship, that all these things are happening in Simon's life. That Too
1: much exposition.
0: Yeah, that the Rev has no idea about. Uh, And the Rev's like, what the hell? Like, we should talk. We haven't talked all summer. You've been avoiding me. And Simon's very much of the idea that he's grown up and he doesn't really need to have any conversations with his father about his sex life, about his life, about anything. He then does a masterful, manipulative move, which we've all done as kids, which is when one parent says no, you go to the other parent without telling them that the one parent said no, and then the other parent just says yes.
1: Mm, But they always find out.
0: I mean, they do, but you're already doing the thing you weren't supposed to be doing. So better to do something bad and then apologize than ask for permission. Isn't There's a phrase like that or something. (laughs) I don't know. Um, So this all basically ends with... Matt warning the Revan Annie to not go and crash Simon's dinner date and, t- and tell him that he can't have sex, and instead to... Well, this is the first time, actually, in Seventh Heaven history, I feel like we've had a character, a Camden at that, say something about just practicing sex responsibly. Like, he says, well, go, go buy a pack of condoms for him.
1: I mean, because, like I said, in the the last... In the part two of the last season... Matt is like kind of standing up and like telling, like being more of his own man now. And I think he's taking, like, he worked, you know, he did work that one for like a week at that clinic. So, like, he's, you know, has seen, you know, like, he's like, it's a reality. Well, he he says to the Rev, Oh, you know the statistics. You know how many, what the percentage of guys Simon's age that are having sex or whatever. So, um, Matt's kind of just like, this is what the reality of what it is living in 2004.
0: Um, yeah, so Matt, but the Rev and Annie are be like, uh, "Thank you for your words, but we're not going to listen to you," and that's where the episode ends with a "to be continued."
1: And they look very disappointed with Matt.
0: Um, but he's right, though.
1: Yeah, they absolutely. really.
0: I mean, what are they going to say? You can't have sex, and then he's going to go off to college in two weeks, where they're not there.
1: And this is a very annoying because this kind of gets back to Matt's point about like talking about safe sex, brings circles back to a point of like. This show never does handle, like, talking about safe sex or whatever. It's just, like, all or nothing kind of thing. And they're missing an opportunity to... Um,
0: really handle an, a, a real issue here.
1: Yeah, and not just about, like, they're constantly like, oh, pregnancy, but also, like, STDs and things like that. Right, like, right. They're just, you know, they're because Matt's like, oh, buy him, like, a pack of condoms. And it's like, right, that's...
0: That's I not only really to prevent pre- 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 pregnancy. Not just for pre- pre- preventing okay.
1: pregnancy. Like, there's, yeah, so. There's plenty of
0: STDs. And, and they it.
1: never, ever address that on this show. I don't believe they do.
0: Well, they haven't they, so far.
1: There might be an STD episode. I forget.
0: Well, they haven't so far. I mean, I'd be surprised if they do do it, but let's see what happens. Well,
1: but more of the, like, obviously, Simon has sex before he's married, and he has multiple partners. Um, oh, there is a, there is an STD episode.
0: Mm, okay. So. Um, So that's where we're at here. It's definitely a new kind of Seventh Heaven vibe. It's very in-family. It's also incredibly... Oh, it's
1: back to basics. Back to
0: basics. But also, I think it's really exciting because we really see for the... Not for the first time, but I think think more avidly this idea of the Camden children getting out, out of the shadows of their parents. We have Matt talking up to his parents... In this episode, but also last, se- like in the latter part of last season, we have Simon very clearly at odds with his parents right now. Ruthie's also not really listening mm-hmm. to anyone, so it's exciting to see them being independent and outside of like this kind of cookie cutter Camden existence. Which is, I don't know, I'm I'm here for it. I mean, even the the twins are getting in trouble. Yeah. So that. Oh yeah, I forget why
1: they get in trouble. Who cares?
0: They hit a girl. They suck. Um, and then the a teacher falls. Yeah. Uh, so what would you rate this episode?
1: Mm, bad. Okay. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give it a two.
0: Um, I think I'm gonna give this a 3.5. hmm I am giving it a 3.5 in hopes that the, re- the season will have some potential. Alrighty, so that is um, the beginning of Season 9. This is actually the first part of a two-part season opener, so let's see what happens next. And you can hear us talking about what happens next um, in our next episode available on the iTunes Apple Podcast app. Uh, stitcher and on soundcloud.com slash camdencast Uh, our social media handle on twitter and instagram is at camdencast show we are facebook.com slash camdencast and you can email us at camdencast at gmail.com i'm tanvi i'm Aaron, and this is camdencast